So we want to welcome you here today where we're going to discuss how to take communion. In, in 1 Corinthians 1, 23, 3 through 26, it says this, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he, betrayed, when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, the very last cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this often, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Okay, so the first communion that was received by the disciples is spoken of in three of the four books of the disciples, Matthew, Mark, Luke. John was the only one who didn't mention this taking of the communion. So we know that this is of utmost importance. These are the words of the Lord quoted by the apostle Paul as he gave instructions to the first church, churches concerning communion. Jesus uses the bread and the wine to represent his body and blood. These two items, bread and wine, were common elements in every meal that they had. Every dinner would be served with bread and wine. Jesus said to do this as often as you drink it. See, the Lord was telling his disciples to remember his sacrifice at every meal. We should spend a moment of every day remembering that our Lord came, he lived, and he died so that we could receive his spirit, the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of the Lord, that, and he will lead us and guide us. That's Luke 4.18. Remember, Jesus said it was better that he leave so that he could send the Holy Spirit to us. So when we take communion, we are proclaiming what our Lord has done. Now, Paul also describes more about this communion in 1 Corinthians 27 through 32. We're going to continue right along from where we left off. So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in a way that is unworthy of him, he will be guilty of profaning and sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. Let a man thoroughly examine himself, and only when he is done, so should he eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discriminating and recognizing with due appreciation that it is Christ's body, he eats and drinks a sentence, a verdict of judgment upon himself. That careless and unworthy participation is the reason that many of you are weak and sickly, and quite often you have fallen asleep in death. For if we certainly examine ourselves, detecting our shortcomings, recognizing our own condition, we should not be judged and penalty decreed by divine judgment against us. But when we fall short and are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined, we are chastened, so that many 
so that we may not finally be condemned to the eternal punishment along with the world. These are very strong words. You see, the action of taking the wine and the bread, by doing that in communion, we are saying that we know what Jesus has done. We know that he lived. We know that he died. We know that he paid the price for us, that he is the son of God. Receiving communion in a careless way, it means doing it without appreciating the fullness of the sacrifice of our Lord. When we don't take our new Lord, meaning owner, he's our master, when we don't take him seriously, we may be sick or even die as we are disciplined by him. Daily, we should be aware that the Holy Spirit is inside of us because of what our Lord has done. We are willing servants of our Lord. He is always with us. We are instructed to abide in him. That's John 15, verse 4. We must do this if we want to be in the deep communion with him. We are taking communion, but communion means to share our innermost thoughts, feelings, to, to be one with someone. And if we want to commune in this intimate fashion with our Lord and be able to enter into the secret place, we must know that we have to abide in him. Each day we need to look at our life and what we're doing with it. So 1 John 3 verses 5 and 7 in the Amplified Classic Version says, No one who abides in him, who lives and remains in communion. Here we have communion again. In communion with, in obedience to him. Deliberately, deliberately, knowingly, and who habitually commits sin. So if you are truly communing with him and, and trying to obey him, you don't deliberately, purposefully sin. No one habitually sins, who habitually sins, has either known him, who has recognized, perceived him, understood him, or has had experience experience and acquaintance with him we cannot continue to sin when we are servants of the lord and know that jesus we must know that jesus is always with us through the holy spirit we'll be a lot less likely to purposefully sin if we literally think oh sitting here beside me is my lord his spirit is with me He's actually inside us, so it's more like he's sitting right here, you know, inside us. He can see. He can even see what's going on in our mind. We'll be a lot less likely to intentionally sin because he knows it. Now, our God doesn't expect perfection. He expects improvement. And the first step is beginning to learn. The Lord has revealed so very much to us about the fullness of what he has done. It's recorded in the 101 to 401 courses in the free online school, the Courts of Heaven Academy. Begin by learning. And as you go through the classes, prayer is available so that you can be freed from all the effects of sin. Now, the Lord asked me to speak about communion. He's the one who showed me this in the word of God. The purpose was 
to show you how to come into a better relationship with him. He wants to speak to you more. He wants to guide you. He wants you to visit with him in a personal vision that is called the secret place. That is the 501 course in the academy. And, you know, when he told me to do communion, the first thing I did was I went and I looked at that video um, that there's one called communion and it's 5017. And I'll tell you what, I learned something from my own video. <laughs> I started listening to it and I'm like, oh, I'd forgotten about that. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. So even if you've done the 501 course, I suggest you go back and redo it. Ask the Lord to help you, to bring you wisdom so that you can apply it if you want to receive more from him. Now, 101 through 401, those courses are learning God's ways so that you can shut the door to sin as we spoke about, about concerning curses. In order to remove curses, you must know God's ways, know where you've sinned, remove that sin, close the door to the enemy, and break any curses. So I hope that you will consider starting the Secret Place course if once you finish the 101 to 401 course to help you deepen your relationship with the Lord. That is what we have today on communion. Until next week, shalom.